Jesus' name. Praise God. We appreciate Brother and Sister Cox so very, very much. The reports that I get when I'm gone are sterling, exciting. Appreciate him so very, very much. Put your hands together one more time under the Lord for the man of God as he comes. Lift your voice and shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah. Come on, there's joy in the house today. You ought to worship God with a loud voice. God, we love you. Let everything that has breath praise ye the Lord. Praise God. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, today's a good day to pray through to the Holy Ghost. If you'll repent of your sins, get baptized in Jesus' name, God will take your sins off your record. You can receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, speaking with other tongues this morning before you leave this service. God wants to help break some people out of the bondage of sin and their past and liberate them to be what God wants them to be today. Are there any liberated people in the building this morning? Aren't you glad God brought you out of darkness and into his marvelous light? Aren't you glad he didn't leave you where he found you? Hallelujah. Glad to be in the truth today. Praise God. And if you're here wondering, what do I need to do to become a Pentecostal? Well, it's not about as much as becoming a Pentecostal as it is becoming a Christian. And uh, to do that, you got to do what the first Christians did. And what they did in Acts chapter 2 was repent of their sins, get baptized in Jesus' name, receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, and then followed that by living a godly, separated from sin life. You can't live separated from sin without the Holy Ghost. But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Then you can live separated from sin. Everybody needs the Holy Ghost this morning. Everybody needs a tongue-talking Holy Ghost Day of Pentecost experience today. Praise God. If you have your Bibles, the book of Ruth, chapter 1. And uh, He came back from a cruise. I'm going to preach a cruise. And uh, coming back to continue revival. But I'm glad they're home. I'm glad Brother Sister Mayo are here. I preach better when Brother Mayo is helping me. So I apologize for the last two services y'all had to endure. But he's back now. So we should be good. Praise God. Amen. Book of Ruth, chapter 1. I want to help some people make the jump. Living for God is not something you slowly wade into. You got to let go and dive in. There's nothing worth doing if you're not going to do it with all your heart. People train hours and months and years throwing baseballs, hoping to become a star baseball player. I think we ought to put more effort into our soul than we do anything else in this world. Ruth chapter 1 and verse number 7. I won't read the entirety of the chapter, but this is the story of Ruth, how they had left the house of Bethlehem and gone to Moab, and her sons and her husband died, and so she is now with her two daughter-in-laws on her way back to the house of bread. 
In verse number 7, wherefore she went forth out of the place where she was, and her two daughter-in-laws with her. Her two daughter-in-laws left Moab with her. And they went on the way to return to the land of Judah. So they all three started the journey away from Moab together. Naomi said unto her two daughters-in-law, Go, return each to your mother's house. The Lord deal kindly with you as you have dealt with the dead and with me. In verse number 10, after they had already journeyed from Moab for a while, and she gave them opportunity to go back, they said unto her, Surely we will return with thee unto thy people. And they began to talk some more, and Naomi said, You can go ahead and go back. I don't have any more sons. And in verse 14, they lifted up their voice and wept again. And Orpha kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clave unto her. And she said, Behold, thy sister-in-law is gone back unto her people and unto her gods. Return after thy sister-in-law. And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee, or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go. Where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people. Thy God, my God. Where thou diest, will I die. This sounds like to me somebody that's in with all their heart. And there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me and more also, if aught but death part thee in me. And when she saw that she was steadfastly minded to go with her, she left speaking unto her. She said, your sister-in-law has gone back to her gods. What are you going to do? Ruth said, where you go, I go. And I want to preach to us this morning about a final goodbye. A final goodbye. Would you lay your Bibles down, lift your voice, and pray that God would speak to your heart in this service today. Could you lift your voice, Holy Ghost-filled saint of God, and ask Jesus Christ to visit this house with His power. Let's have an old-time prayer meeting with lifted voices. God, let there be an old-time anointing that destroys every yoke of bondage. God, your presence is already in the building. I pray, God, you'd remove every hindrance and distraction. God, let there be conviction that pricks the heart. God, let there be victory in somebody's heart today. God, to make a final goodbye in the Holy Ghost. God, let your perfect will be done in this house today. We give you the praise. Somebody lift your voice a little higher and praise the King of Kings. Would you join us right now and give worship to the name of Jesus? Praise God. You may be seated. God wants to put some spiritual stability into somebody's hearts today. I've come here today to try and reach for people who I only get the chance on Sunday mornings to reach for. God wants to put some spiritual stability into some lives that are in this building this morning.
God wants to bring somebody to a place of complete and total and surrender and dedication to him and to his ways. The Bible, Paul instructed us to be rooted and built up in him. We need to have an unshakable dedication when it comes to living for God. I'll never forget the first night I got the Holy Ghost. Right before my 13th birthday, March 2nd of 2003, we were in revival with Brother Rich Brown at the time. And I had been seeking the Holy Ghost, and I kept feeling God move on me, and I'd been repenting because you can't get the Holy Ghost unless you repent first because God's not going to share your heart with the rest of the world and sin and with other false gods. So I had been repenting, and I remember that night as I walked up, and I just made up my mind before I got to church, Pastor Mayo, Tonight is my night. I don't care if I'm there till 4 o'clock in the morning. I won't leave that building until I'm speaking with other tongues. Uh, And when I went there with my mind made up, I didn't have to wait till 4 o'clock in the morning. Uh, But, man, I was just sitting on go. That preacher couldn't shut up fast enough. Uh, I don't remember what he preached. I don't remember what he read. Uh, I went there to get the Holy Ghost that morning. Uh, He could have preached about hell. He could have preached about heaven. He could have preached about tithing for all I cared. All I knew was tonight is my night. I'm going to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And as soon as I got my chance, I made my way to that altar, threw my hands in the air, and I began to worship God, and it began to not be long. But I began to feel the presence of God moving on me. And I began to feel to want to speak some things in my out of my mouth that I didn't even understand that didn't make sense, but I couldn't seem to control it. And I just let go and began to trust God and began to speak it out. And the next thing I knew, about 30 minutes had gone by, and I was still speaking in tongues as God gave the utterance. And it felt so good and so great. I I felt like a weight had been lifted, Pastor Mayo. uh, And I made up my mind as a 12-year-old boy, this is it for the rest of my life. Uh, I'm going to live for God whatever it costs and whatever it takes. Uh, I'm 29 years old, uh, and leaving God has never been an option. Uh, He's just as good today uh, as he was the first day he filled me with the Holy Ghost. Uh, He has kept me every day of my life uh, through every trial through every struggle. God has been good to me. Aren't you thankful we serve a keeping God? I'm telling you, if you get your mind made up, you can be kept by the power of the Holy Ghost. You hear this preacher today, God never takes anybody out of the world with plans on sending them back, brother. When God brings you out, he plans to keep you out. When God delivers you, he plans to keep you delivered. You've got to make up your mind, I'm in the church to stay. I've got no plan B's. I've got nothing left to go back to. This is the greatest thing I've ever found. Anybody feel that way in this house today? Come on, if God's been the best thing you've ever found, if you're still got full of the Holy Ghost and you're still excited about it, you ought to rejoice in the Lord today. If you've been in church more than five years and you're still excited about it, you ought to rejoice in the Lord today. If you've been in church one week since you prayed through to the Holy Ghost, you ought to be more excited than anybody. This is week one of a brand new life. God is a great God. Oh, let's magnify him all over this house right now. Hallelujah, I feel victory in the house today. 
But I let it get settled in my mind as a teenager. This was it. Because God, when he calls people out of sin, he calls them out to stay out of sin. He has no intentions of sending them back to depression. He's got no intentions of sending you back to bitterness. He doesn't save us with intentions of sending us back to the bondage that he brought us out of. My message tonight and today is very simple. Somebody in this building needs to give your past and to give the world a final goodbye and say no more back and forth, no more weighing it out. I'm going to live for God with all of my heart. I've come to preach to some church members that ought to be a lot farther away from the world than you are. It's time to give a final goodbye and say I'm done playing with it. I'm done going back and picking it up. I've come to preach to some guests today. It's time to say goodbye, world, goodbye. I'm not going to live the way I used to live. Surely we're not going to let this brother run by himself. You've got to make up your mind. I'm done with the world. I'm done with sin. I'm not going back to what God brought me out of. I don't want to live like I used to live. I don't want to talk like I used to talk. I don't want to dress like I used to live. Why? I said goodbye. I don't identify with the sin of this world anymore. I gave it a final... Oh, hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost talking to somebody right now. When God called Israel out of slavery of Egypt, he called them out to stay out. It was never the will of God that they were to go back to bondage. It was never in the plans that they're going to come out of Egypt for a while and then in a few weeks go right back to slavery. That's why when Pharaoh tried to make a compromise and said, why don't you just go out for a few days but leave some of the cattle? Moses said, no, you don't understand. If I'm going out, everything that's mine comes out with me because we are not coming back. Once you get out of the world, don't go back. Is this too plain for the modern apostolic church today? Let me make it real simple. Once God delivers you from cigarettes, don't buy anymore. Once God delivers you from lust, don't go to that website anymore. Don't go back. But every time things got a little hard... They would talk about going back to Egypt. Every time that they had a little bit of a struggle, they would say, would to God we had died in Egypt. Just because they were a little hungry or a little hot, they had already forgot the whips on their back and the sleepless nights and the pain. There was too many people that are that way when they come to the house of God. Well, if this don't work out, I can always go back. If this don't work out as planned, I can always I can always go back to how I was living. Are you listening to what you're saying? Brother, this had better work out because I've got no plans of going back to sleepless nights and depression and bitterness and bondage and heaviness. Once you come out of Egypt, it's not as easy to go back, brother, because you got to go back over the deliverance that God brought you out with. If this don't work, I've got nothing else to do. That's why it is going to work, brother, because I burned the bridges. I've got nothing left to go back to. That's why when God brought them out, he said, Moses, tell them that the Egyptians you see today, you're never going to see them again. I want my people to know I brought you out to stay out. I brought. Come on, are you hearing the preacher right now? He said, Mo. This was such a big deal to God. He said, I brought you out through dry ground. 
But if you go back, it ain't going to be dry ground going back. You're going to have to go through the water to get there. You're going to have to build your own boat or raft. I brought you out by parting waters. But when Moses stretched his hand over the sea, not only did God destroy their former captors, he also covered up the path that took them back to the bondage they came out of. He covered up the dry ground. He was letting them know, if you're going to go back, you're on your own. Because as far as I'm concerned, when I bring people out of bondage, it's my plan and my will uh, that they stay out. Uh, You can't leave a path back to what God brought you out of. Uh, You can't leave a bridge in your life uh, so that you can run back to what God delivered you from. Uh, You've got to burn the bridge, brother. Uh, You've got to bury the path. Uh, I've got nowhere else to go but heaven. Uh, That's my only destination. Uh, The only place from here is up. Oh, clap your hands and worship the king right now. Come on. Hallelujah. You've got to destroy the bridge back to the bondage that God brought you out of. That's why Paul said in Galatians 2.18, For if I build again the things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. If I've ever been in the Holy Ghost for people, I'm in the Holy Ghost this morning. What I am preaching today will save people. You've got to hear me. Paul said, I'm not talking about times in the journey that I may trip and stumble and fall and make a bad decision. He said, if I go back and willfully say, you know what? I want to start putting the stuff back into my life that I destroyed. I want to go back and pick that addiction back up. I want to go build the bridge back to that spirit of immorality. I want to go grab a of that bitterness. He said, if I build the stuff that I destroyed, I am making myself a transgressor. Right now, the decisions you're making and the things you're doing, you're either making yourself a transgressor or you're making yourself a worshiper. You're either making yourself a backslider or you're making yourself a child of God. I want to ask you today, what are you making yourself? What are you building in your life? This is not talking about things that the devil puts in my life. Paul said, if I go back and I get out the hammer and I start trying to build the things in my life that have been destroyed, I am making myself a transgressor. I can't blame the devil. I can't blame my family. I can't blame my pastor. I can't blame my spouse. I built it again. He said, I am going back. I'm making the choice. I'm not talking about times we stumble and fall. I'm talking about coming to the house of God and worshiping with our hands and going right back to the sin we're still living in. You've got to give the world a final. You've got to give sin a final good Bye. And this is where the battle is with new converts. This is why churches struggle with retention and keeping people. It's because there are people that ain't giving the world a final goodbye. You're trying to have the best of both worlds. Let me help you out. There is no best of both worlds. There's only good in his world. Sin has no best. 
Sin has no good. Our past has no best. You can't have the best of both worlds because there is no good in this world. But, brother, there's all good in the house of God. There's good in the presence of God. There is mercy in the presence of God. We see this played out when Orpha leaves Moab. I always thought that they stood at the gate at Moab and Orpha just stayed there at the door of her house maybe and, and watched Ruth and Naomi leave. But that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says that they all three left Moab and started on their journey. We read it in your hearing. The Bible says Orpha and Ruth both said, we are going with you. And on their way from Moab and on their way back, back. We see this played out. That they, Do you understand what Moab is? Moab was a type of sin. Moab was a type of this world. Living in Moab was sin city. Moab was a group of people that resulted from an incestuous relationship with Lot and his daughter. Moab was a place of sin, of idol worship, of false gods, of immoral living. You name it, Moab had it, brother. It was a sin city. And so Naomi loses everything and she waits till she's lost everything before she decides to go back to the house of bread. I'll never understand why people have to lose everything before they make their way to the house of God where they should have been the whole time. Why is it we've got to wait till our deathbed? Why is it we got to wait till the rug is pulled out from under us? Why not give what we've got left to God and say, God, I don't have to wait till my life's a wreck. I don't have to wait till things are falling apart. I'm going to live for God now while I've still got something left to show for it. I'm going to give God what I've got. Hallelujah. And so here comes Orpha and Ruth, and all three are making their journey out of Moab. Orpha's right there with Ruth and Naomi. They're walking their way out. They've said goodbye. But Ruth, there was something in Ruth that was different than Orpha. See, Orpha hadn't completely decided that she was ready to leave Moab yet. And as soon as she was given the option, as soon as she was given the chance, she turned around and decided, I want to go back to what we left. I want to go back to my false gods. I want to go back to living in Sin City. She ran quickly back to the lifestyle she had been living in. And as I was reading this and God began to speak to me, I started digging into the meaning of her name because so many times names of people give you a good indication of their lifestyle. Jacob, the liar, supplanter, lived up to his name. And so I looked up Orpha, and Orpha meant gazelle. That's what I thought. I thought, now, God, what is this supposed to mean? So I got on Brother Google, and I looked up gazelles. And gazelles are an animal that is known for their great running speed. They can get up to 60 miles an hour. But the deal, are you still with the preacher today? But the deal with a gazelle is they're skittish. The slightest little thing of confrontation causes them to run back to where they're comfortable. And if Orpha had ever lived up to her name, she lived up to her name that day. When she began to face a little uncertainty, she just turned and ran back to the lifestyle she had left. She had gone a little way. She had made some progress away from Moab, but she wasn't intending to stay out of Moab forever. She did come out a little bit. I'll give her that credit, but it didn't accomplish anything because she turned around and ran right 
back to what she had walked away from. She never gave Moab a final goodbye. She left Moab as an option to go back to if things got a little uncomfortable. Maybe as she was leaving, her realtor said, do you want me to put the house up for sale? And she said, no, leave the house. I may want a vacation here every once in a while. Well, do you want me to throw out your television because you know all the filth on the TV ain't going to work in God's presence? No, you just keep it sitting there in the living room because I may want to come back every once in a while and pick up where I left. You know what? Just just leave my pants and leave my jewelry and my makeup and, and leave my alcohol and leave all my sinful reading material because you never know. I may, I may get weak and I may miss it and I want it to still be there. So I'm not going to throw stuff out just yet. Leave the sin in my pantry. Leave the sin in my living room. Maybe here... Are you hearing the preacher? Somewhere she got caught in the cycle of I'll come out a little way, but I'm going to go back and do what I've been doing. I'll come a little farther. I'll attend church on Sunday, but I'm not ready to give it a final goodbye. You'll go a little way, but you won't go far enough that you can't still see Moab in the rearview mirror. Let's lift our hands for just a moment. I've got a little ways to go. God's going to move in the next 10 moments. And come on, God's going to move here in the next 10 minutes. God's going to move in this place. I'm going to help some people make the journey from Moab to Bethlehem tonight. Praise God. Praise God. So many people get caught in this cycle. You come to church and you make a little progress. Come on, if I've ever helped anybody, this message will help you today. You hear this preacher, it's burning in my soul. God's trying to save you, but God can't get a grip on you if you've still got the world as an option and you're always in the back and forth. Leave Moab, go back to Moab. Leave sin, go back to sin. Come out for a little while and pray and worship, but then go right back. You've got the spirit of the gazelle. You've got the spirit of Orpha that says, I'll just run right back to my old lifestyle. The world is still an option for people in this building. Sin is still an option. Orpha says, I don't really think the world is all that bad. The spirit of Orpha says, I don't think Moab is all that bad. I don't feel like I need to change that much. The spirit of Orpha is you'll come so far in living for God, but you won't sell out and completely and go all the way. Orpha says, I'll attend church, but I'm not going to follow holiness. Orpha says I'll worship, but I won't separate from the world. Orpha says I'm going to come, but I'm not going to change. Orpha says I'll walk with you, but I'm not leaving Moab permanently. I still want to live like I used to live. I still want to talk like I used to talk. Any apostolics here in the preacher right now, you're trying to bring Moab into Bethlehem with you. You're trying to bring sin into God with you. Brother, it don't work. You've got to give the world a final goodbye. You've got to get something in you that says, I don't want to live like I used to live. This is why people keep being frustrated uh, because you're struggling over the same issues uh, and the same temptations. Uh, It's because you ain't said goodbye yet. Uh, You ain't had a final moment uh, where you said, I'm done. Uh, You've got to do this more than just half-hearted. You can't be halfway in living for God. Uh, You've got to walk out of Moab uh, and say, I don't care who tells me to go back. Uh, I don't care what you say, Naomi. Uh, I'm not going back to my gods. Uh, I'm not going back to my bondage. Uh, I'm not going back to my sin. Uh, I'm done. Uh, I'm done. Somebody get your mind made up. It's time to get in the church, stay in the church, and live for God until you take your last breath. I want victory over my sin. My God, I feel something happening right now. Go ahead. Somebody worship him right now. Somebody begin to wave goodbye in the Holy Ghost. I'm walking out. I'm...
Come on, the Holy Ghost is here. Let's pray for just a moment. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I've come to preach this amorphous in this building, uh, that you're always in the tension uh, between Moab and the church, uh, between addictions and truth, uh, between sin and your past uh, and what God has for you. Uh, and that's why you're always battling with frustration. Uh, and that's why no matter how much you weep in this altar, nothing changes and nothing breaks. Uh, it's because you're still going back to some stuff that you should have left at the altar and said, today is the last day that I'm ever going to do this again. Uh, I'm done. Uh, I'm done. Uh, it's Time to give sin a final good. Says, while they promised them liberty, they themselves are the servants of corruption. First Peter two nineteen, for of whom a man is overcome, of the same as he brought into bondage. For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein and overcome. And the latter end is worse with them than the beginning. And then Paul really, Peter really throws a punch here. The apostle Peter just gets a little bold. He just says, you want to know what it's like when you go back to the world? You want to know uh, what it's like when you come out of sin uh, and you come out of the bondage of sin uh, and God delivers you uh, and God gives you the beautiful gift of the Holy Ghost uh, and you say, that was good, but I want to go back. Uh, Peter said in 1 Peter 2 and 22, uh, let me tell you what happens. Uh, he said, if you want to know what it's like for people that come out and then go back to sin, uh, he said, it's like a dog that has turned to his own vomit again uh, and the sow that was washed to her wallowing in the mire. Uh, he said, it's like a dog that throws up. Uh, and then walks away and forgets uh, that he just threw up. Uh, and he walks back, smells it, and says, man, here's dinner. Uh, and he eats up the stuff that he just threw up. Uh, Peter said, don't get mad at me. Get mad at the preacher. Uh, Peter said, if you go back to the sin God brought you out of, uh, that's just like a dog licking up what he just threw up. Uh, I've come to preach to somebody today. Uh, you've got to give it a final goodbye. Uh, I'm not going back to the filth uh, and the vomit uh, that God dug out of me. Uh, I've been washed in the blood. I don't want to live like I used to live. Come on. Huh? That's why in Mark 10, uh, Bartimaeus the blind man uh, got delivered on the roadside. Uh, and he said, I'm never going back to this roadside again. Why? I can see. Uh, I've been delivered. Uh, that's why in Acts chapter 3, the man at the gate got healed uh, and said, I'm not coming back to the gate anymore. Uh, I'm going to the house of God. Uh, I've been delivered. Uh, I've been set free. Uh, that's why when the Bible called Lot out of Sodom, uh, he said, Lot, don't look back. Uh, don't look back. Uh, because if you do, and here's his wife. And it was her last look. Because she came out, but she didn't give it a final goodbye. And she did one look back, and it cost her everything that God had just given her. That's why the prodigal, sitting in the mud, came to himself and said, His servants at daddy's house are living better. And he realized, if I'm ever going to get out of the pig's pen, I've got to turn my back on it and go to daddy's house. Because you're not going to find the filth in the house of God. 
And the prodigal said a final goodbye. Goodbye to the pig keeper. Goodbye to the pig's pen. Goodbye to the filth and the vomit that I almost ate. Uh, goodbye to the smell. Goodbye to the lifestyle. Uh, and he turned his back on it. Uh, and he started walking away. Uh, and said, I'm going home. Uh, I don't want to be a part of what I used to be in. Uh, and the prodigal never went back to the pig's pen. I'm trying to get it through to somebody today. It's not enough to just come out of Moab occasionally. You've got to come out of this world and you've got to dive in. You've got to leave everything behind. You hear me, Orpha? It's not enough to just visit church on Sunday morning. God's got to get your mind, body, and soul. We, the spirit of Ruth, to baptize some people in this building. That says I'm steadfastly minded. I don't care what you say, Naomi. I don't care what my family says. I don't care what my friend says. I'm going to live for God until I die. Where you go, I'm going. Where you die, I die. Where you live, I live. The God you serve, I serve. I've gave it a final goodbye. I don't still have a house in Moab. I don't still have sin left behind. I don't have a bridge back to where I was. I'm done. I'm done. You want deliverance from depression? Get full of the Holy Ghost and start living for God with all your heart. You want deliverance from addiction? Quit buying it. Quit going there and get in the altar and say, I'm here until I die. I've given it a final goodbye. I'm done. This young man blesses my heart every time I come to church. It was a Sunday morning in 2016. That he showed up, found it on the internet, am I right? Started looking at Pentecostal churches. Started getting hungry for God. Found Cornerstone Pentecostal Church. Showed up on a Sunday morning. I believe he got the Holy Ghost that first Sunday morning. We baptized him in the name of Jesus Christ. It's 2019, he's still here. Because you know what he did? He said, this is what I've been looking for all my life. Goodbye world. Goodbye world. You hear this preacher, it's time to tell sin goodbye. It's time to tell depression goodbye. It's time to tell bitterness goodbye. It's time to tell carnality goodbye. It's time to tell immorality goodbye. It's time to tell Hollywood goodbye. It's time to tell lust goodbye. It's time to tell immodesty goodbye. It's got to walk away. Time to say pass goodbye. Failure goodbye. Sin goodbye. I'm not going back. I'm here to Let's lift our hands all over this building right now. Come on, lift your voice all over this building. I need church members to help me pray right now. I need some church members to lift your voice. No more half-hearted. No more not being faithful. It's time to walk away from stuff and say, I'm never going to be here again. I'm never going to live this way again. Come on, I feel something breaking right now. It's time to have a sin-waving goodbye moment. It's time to have a house-cleaning day. It's time to have a heart-cleaning day. Come on, Ruth. Come on, Ruth. you got to get your mind made up. Now that I've got the Holy Ghost, I want to get everything the Bible's got for me, Pastor. I want this in my life. If God was that good to me, what more can God do for me? It's time to give it a final goodbye. I'm going to be here every service. I'm going to be faithful to prayer. I'm going to live godly. I'm going to live righteously. Why? I said goodbye to this world. I don't want to live like the world wants me to live. I don't want to go the way the world wants me to go. Man, I miss the good old days when people got the Holy Ghost and they came back the next service 
because they really wanted to live for God and weren't just coming to feel justified about their sin. I'm looking for some Ruth's in the building that says, you know why I'm here? I want to be saved. And that means I'm not just going to sit on the pew and attend every once in a while. I'm going to get this on the inside of me, and I'm going to live it every day till Jesus calls me out of here. Come on, I'm a sin-chasing preacher. I'm trying to preach the hell of sin off of somebody. I'm telling you, God's a deliverer. God's a healer. But you've got to walk out and say, I'm letting go. I'm done. Let's worship him right now. I feel the Holy Ghost talking to somebody. Come on. I need my prayer warriors to lift your voice. I need church members to begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Come on, God's moving right now. Come on, God's moving right now. Holy Ghost is moving right now. Pray, 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 pray. Come on, pray. Pray. God's moving in this place. God's moving in this house. I'm telling you right now, if my brother here could get hungry wherever he was at uh, and find the will of God on the Internet uh, and come to the right place uh, and still be living for God four and five years later, you hear this preacher right now. Let me tell you what the difference was. Uh, When he got it, he said, goodbye world. Uh, I'm done. Uh, You've got to get a goodbye world song in your spirit. Uh, That says, if I've been delivered, I want to stay delivered. Uh, If I've been set free, I want to look like I've been set free. Uh, If I... I'm going to worship like I've been delivered. My life is going to reflect it. Why? He filled me with the Holy Ghost. There's nothing left to go back to. I'm done with Moab. Go ahead. Somebody wave your hand in the devil's face. Goodbye. 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 I'm going to go to the altar today, and I'm going to pray through when I get there. And I'm going to leave, and I'm going to stay praying through. This altar's open. Everybody in this building, you ought to get out of your seat and get in this altar right now. And you ought to say, devil, I'm coming up here today to give you a final goodbye. I'm laying sin down. I'm laying my past down. I'm laying addictions down. I'm laying fear down. I'm laying regret down. I'm laying condemnation down. I'm laying lust down. I'm laying instability down. I'm laying unfaithfulness down. And God, I'm going to live for you with all my heart. Come on, Orpha. Don't just go right back to Moab. Don't come out a little way and worship, but keep doing what you know you should not be doing. You know better, Orpha. Say goodbye to the gods of Moab. Goodbye to the sin of the world I'm living in. I'm not going back to where I was when God brought me to truth. Come on, that's it. Begin to pray. If you've never received the Holy Ghost, you need to get out of your pew and come to this altar. Get out of the aisles. Make room for everybody. Come on. Come out of the aisles. Get in close to this front. Gather in. There's still room here. There's still room here. And when you get here, lift your voice and say, today's goodbye day. No more back and forth. I'm not just here to weep. No, no, no. I'm laying stuff down. I'm laying sin down. God, change my heart. God, I'm selling my house in Moab. God, I'm throwing out the immodest clothing. God, I'm leaving the addictions behind. God, I'm going to clean my entertainment up. God, I'm going to clean my spirit up. God, I'm going to clean the places I'm going up. What are you doing? I'm saying goodbye. I'm here to stay. I'm here to live for God. I'm not here to keep being back and forth. I don't want to get in the cycle of 
up and down. I'm tired of worshiping at church but still being bound by sin. Today is goodbye day. Goodbye to sin. Goodbye to back and forth. Goodbye to being unstable. Goodbye to sin. Goodbye to my past. And I'm not going back. I'm leaving it and coming out to stay out. That's it, church. Lift your voice and pray as they begin to sing. All over this altar, I need you to begin to pray every eye closed. If it's your first service here, you've been here all your life. Lift your voice and begin to empty your heart to God. It's time to say goodbye once and for all to some stuff. And it's time to make a vow to God. God, you're my God. God, where you go, I go. God, what you say, I hear. Come on. Somebody surrender all right now. Let the tears run down your face. Let God lift the heartache. Let God lift the heaviness. And say, God, I'm going to get rid of, out of my life, the stuff that's causing this heaviness. God, I'm not leaving anything of my own life to go back to. I'm done with sin. Come on, everybody pray and help the preacher right now. Cornerstone, I don't need the spectators. I need you to lift your voice. Let's help somebody pray through the Holy Ghost. Come on, young man. Come on, sir. Come on, ma'am. You need the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost. You need God to deliver you. But you've got to repent. You've got to give it a final goodbye. I'm done. Preacher, you're going to see a different person after today. I'm going to be a different man. A different woman because I'm burning the bridges. I'm done with this world. That's it. Pray till you pray through. Don't pray till you feel better. Pray till the tears run down your face. Pray till you emptied your heart out. Pray till you planted your feet, made your mind up, and said goodbye, Moab. This is my final goodbye to the pig's pen. I'm done. Goodbye. I'm never going back. I'm never going back. Come on, you pray till you pray through the Holy Ghost. Today is Holy Ghost Day for somebody. Today is coming out and staying out day for somebody. You can do it. Make up your mind you're going to live for God.